Welcome back. The Bill Michael Show, final hour of the program. Broadcasting live here inside the Phoenix Convention Center, the Media Center. The NFL experience going on uh, just next to us and upstairs and tens of thousands of fans going to go through that uh, over the next week. And it's got everything interactive. And if you, uh, you know, have kids and if you have, uh, well, even adults for that matter, but if you got money, I know it's free and open to the public. You can get in. But once you get there, uh, you go through that. Before you leave, they send you through the, the uh, you know, their pro shop, so to speak. And that's where uh, they make the gauche. The kids go through. They want jerseys. They want hats. They want footballs. They want, you know, all the tchotchke stuff, pencils, pens, whatever you can get your hands on. That's where they make the money. But the NFL experience here at the convention center is this was the first time that they really put together this big experience years ago. I think it was 2014, and um, they um, did it in a really large way. Um, it was always a, a – and the NFL experience was always a good size, but it went – it took the entire convention center, and uh, underground the convention center is big, and it goes under the streets uh, for about three to four blocks, five blocks. But above the streets, in between where the overwalks are and the overpasses are for the convention center as well, they um, carpet those streets with, like, AstroTurf, like the green football field stuff. And then whatever sponsors there are, like one year it was Cadillac, and all the Cadillacs were lined up with all the different teams on them. And uh, this year I haven't had a chance to take a look at it yet, but we'll, 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 get, we'll walk around at some point. But all of that out there is also... Uh, when we drove past it yesterday, they had laid down all the green AstroTurf. They had put up field uh, goalposts and such, and the helmets and the r- giant replica Lombardi trophy and everything are all over there. So uh, the whole five blocks of convention center space and leading into the Hyatt, leading into the Sheridan, leading into the south wing of this thing is all expanse and all NFL experience. So that's why when we get all the time the question, well, why can't they bring one to Green Bay? Why can't they bring a Super Bowl? They've done it in New York. They've done it in Minneapolis. They've done it in certain places that have cold. Why can't they do it? Because, like, where we're at, somebody asked me earlier today, how big is Radio Row? Where Just the convention center, where we are at, is loaded with, um, with, uh, with it's as big as the convention center for Milwaukee. As big as a convention center for Milwaukee. So, it's huge. It's enormous. Uh, so anyway, that being said, um, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Find us, say hi, and uh, we'd love to have you. If you want to give us a shout, by all means, go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, go ahead and give us a shout. Um, this one's from Anthony, who says... Um, or no, excuse me, I read that a little bit earlier. This one's from uh, Jesse. Jesse says, so uh, if Aaron Rodgers decides to play and only wants to play for Green Bay, will Green Bay trade him? Will it be up to Aaron Rodgers at that point? Um, if Green Bay wants to trade him and he wants to come back, I mean, what he could then say is, I only want to play for the Packers, and if you're going to trade me somewhere else, I don't want to do it. I've said all along, I think that this situation is, is in Aaron Rodgers' hands. Um, the team holds the cards in the sense of they have the ability to trade them, but I believe that that this being Aaron Rodgers' say, if he indeed wants to come back, he really does hold the cards. He really does. Once he makes that decision and once he talks with the team, I honestly, I think they already know. 
I already think they know. I think that they know that this is what they have to do, uh, and this is what they've already discussed with Aaron Rodgers. So I, I that's what I believe. That's what I believe. So, I, I mean, I know that people talk about it, um, about will he or will he not be traded, this particular team, that particular team, where is he going to go? But, no, I, I think it's in Aaron Rodgers' hands. Drew over on the Bud Light live stream said, if Rodgers gets traded, do you bring in a veteran? To back uh, up Jordan Love, like Fields and Dalton deal back in Chicago a few years ago, and if so, who? Um, yes, to answer your question, I believe you do. And when it comes to who you would get? Um, Nick Foles. Boy, yeah. <laughs> you want to win? Um, ben. There's your ticket. Nah, yeah, that would be a guy that's been there, done that Super Bowl-wise, obviously. But... Uh, Boy, I, I don't know who you'd bring in. I don't, first of all, I don't know who's available. And I don't know who's going to be cut and who's going to be a cap casualty and what backup they're going to change to and all that kind of stuff. But um, I I don't know. You know, I, I don't I, – you're not going to bring in any kind of a high-end backup because that particular person is – you know, if you bring in – like, somebody just said, would you bring in Derek Carr if he doesn't get signed? You could, but I don't think Carr is going to want to come in and be a backup. He's going to want to keep a job, no doubt about that. But I, I don't I don't think he's, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know who you'd go with specifically. Bill, during the preseason, didn't everybody tell us that Kirk Benkert and Danny Etling were better than love anyway? Oh, yeah. Remember that? So you already have right. some great backups. Maybe they'll start. Yeah, I. I um, you would probably look at guys that had opportunities, it didn't pan out, and now you're looking for greener pastures and somebody who you believe has talent that you could develop. Say, uh, would you go with like a Carson Wentz? Say Carson Wentz is available. Would you go with a Carson Wentz? Somebody Hell like no. that. that. Hell no. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of the guy you're looking for. You know, you're looking for somebody that is not this veteran that's going to cost you a bunch of money, but yet has a little bit of experience. Uh, you're not going to bring in a guy that's going to be overlooking the shoulder of Jordan Love to make him feel like he's under pressure, like he has to perform. Otherwise, again, he's going to be sitting behind somebody. you got to make it clear that he's the man. Uh, and that's if you believe he's even the guy. You know, do you bring them back? You know, you would assume they do, but do you even bring them back? So, um, you know, I, that's, boy, that's a great question, who you would bring in. And, again, I haven't sat down and taken a look at all of the the people, that are the players that are out there, but I've got to think that you probably try to bring in somebody who's got something. You know, somebody who's got a little bit in the tank that has lost their starting job, trying to hang on to the last few years, but I don't know who that necessarily describes. Um, this is from J.D. who says, I think Aaron Jones is a all-around fan favorite nowadays, and I would hate to see him leave. However, with his cap hit, unfortunately, I could see him being traded. If so, what do you see as his worth? I don't think he gets traded. I think they rework his deal. I know you don't normally do it for running backs, but I think they rework his deal. 
That's what I think they do. I know his cap number is big, and they kind of prepared for the beginning of the end because of running backs. When they fall off the shelf, they fall off the shelf. And running backs in the National Football League have traditionally, they hit that, that whatever year it is, and off they go. I got to think that they rework his – He's let's be honest. I mean, when you're talking the land of weapons and what you have for the Packers, if you started to go through your top weapons, right, who is it? Your top, your Christian Watson, and probably your, your your first most effective and or second most effective weapon is Aaron Jones. So unless you go out and get bigger and better or pick up a, a different running back that's going to be coming come in and be acclimated right away, I I got to think my opinion that you rework his deal and you just extend him out. Would you not agree, Ben? Even though we all know. That running backs, they don't last in this league as long, but wouldn't you think that they extend Aaron Jones rather than just cut him loose? Definitely if you're bringing Rodgers back. There's no way you can downgrade the talent around him, but if they trade Rodgers, then I could hear an argument for going another direction where, uh, yeah, you're going to keep a lot of guys around love, but you're definitely building for a two- to three-year plan as opposed to next season. Um. Yeah. I. I. I don't think you empty the cupboard unless you have. Because when you look at some of the highest paid players, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, you know, do you do you you know Rogers obviously. So if you get rid of Rogers, you get rid of Bakhtiari, you get rid of Aaron Jones, you're going to have a year where you suffer, and everybody knows it going in. You've got an emerging Christian Watson. You've got an emerging Samari Torre and Romeo Dobbs. And maybe, you know, you say you don't have the contract any longer of, of Randall Cobb. You don't bring him back, you know. Uh, Mercedes Lewis is gone. So you eliminate all of that. And you, you get down to the brass tacks of who you got and who you don't. You still have big contracts because uh, uh, Jair Alexander's still making a lot of money. Kenny Clark's making money. Uh, Devondre Campbell's making money. You've got some guys there that are still making some decent money, but you get rid of all of that, then what? You know? So if you tear it down, you say, look, for a year, we're going to blow it up. Jordan, it's your team. You're going to have to take some lumps, but this is the beginning of your career. And then in the year after is when we can go back and start spending money again. If you do that, then it's not terrible. It's not an awful situation. But you would know as a Packers fan going in, one, you're going to get a look at Jordan Love, and most likely your team's not going to the postseason. But, two, you get a healthy look at Jordan Love, and you can figure out where you're at. So that way, say you don't make the postseason. Say you end up at 15 again. And with a trade for Aaron Rodgers, you have draft capital or what have you, then you can make a move, and maybe if you need to jump up and get a quarterback, maybe you can. Or whatever weapons you're missing, you can do that. That's when it's not necessarily tearing it completely down, but you've torn away enough of the fat that you can then, you you know, you're able to kind of rebuild it quicker. You know what I mean? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. That might not be the worst way to go. Uh, this is from Howard. Our buddy John and Howard said, I think the team has some leverage. All the Packers have to do is not resign Lewis Cobb, Tanya, Lazard, Crosby. Do you think Rodgers will be open to a trade? Well, it's, that's just it. It, it. It's only if he's open to a trade. Because if he's not, then you know, then you don't have leverage. 
you don't have tradeability, and if he walks away, you got to pay him. That's what I'm saying. For people that say, well, the team has all the cash. No, they don't. It's a shared it's a shared partnership at this point. Just an FYI. Uh, again, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We'd love to talk to you. If you got something to say, say it. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Kane and Kane Jewelers. And uh, we know that uh, it's it's getting into that season. We're in February. We're not far away from Valentine's Day. And if you're looking for that special something for someone, go to Kane and Kane Jewelers in West Bend. Let Kane and Kane Jewelers rock your world, as they say. Again, located in West Bend, go to Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com. That is KaneJewelry.com. Again, KaneJewelry.com. Give them a shout. Kane Jewelry and see and plus at the bottom of the page if you're a dude to figure out you know rings or necklaces or earrings and diamonds and all that kind of stuff you can check it out he has a buy like a guy podcast Andy Kane does and you can see it for yourself again Kane and Kane K O E H N Kane and Kane Jewelers in West Bend let them rock your world more of the Bill Michael Show next this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it. Welcome back to the program. We are happy to have you here. Starting out this week uh, in radio, uh, in the media center, and radio row, and the media row, and all that, as they call it. And uh, we are inside the Phoenix Convention Center, and we're glad you're along for the ride. And one of our fine sponsors to take us here is our friend from Kemp's, right there in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Look for great people to join their production and cooler distribution teams right now. And they are hiring CDL drivers as well, Class A. And uh, like I said, production and cooler employees, maintenance maintenance technicians starting at 23 bucks an hour and going up from there with benefits and such and sign-on bonuses they've got it all and kemp's a big big milk producer in the state of wisconsin as we all know and a lot of other goods that have to do with milk they produce but uh, they also donate a lot of money to food pantries and they donate product and they're just a good source in the community. But if you're looking for a career with a terrific company that is continuing to grow, get a hold of our friends at Kemp's.com, Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com, and then go to the bottom of the page and click on Careers. And you can just check it out. Nothing says that you have to, you know, have to do it. But Kemp's is looking, and, and they've been around a long time, so you're pretty much guaranteed that you're going to have, uh, it's not just a company. It's not just a job. It's a career. You're going to have it for quite some time. So go to Kemp's.com. The bottom of the page, it says careers. Again, Kemp's.com. The bottom of the page, then go to careers, hiring, and looking for sign-on bonuses and such. All that from our friends at Kemp's. Um, this was, uh, J.J. said, uh, but Rogers did say that it was open to playing somewhere else. He said that openly, Yes. I don't. I, I'm not disputing that. What I'm saying is, what what is set out in, in public and sometimes behind closed doors can be different. So if indeed Rogers decides that you know what, I really don't want to run it back with another team. I wanna I want to go where I'm familiar. I want to go with the coaching staff that I know, that I like, that I respect. I got a great relationship with with uh, Brian Gutekunst and company, and things have gotten dramatically better. I'm happy there, and I've got legacy there. And he may say, this is the only place I want to go. You know, I've just decided, you know, after all of this time, this is what I want to do. I'm just saying anything could happen. I'm not saying it's written in stone. I'm just saying anything can happen. But until those announcements and such are made, you can't do anything. 
you can't trade away a commodity that may not want to go. You can't trade away a commodity, say he decides, that's not the team I want to go to. You know, so his leverage is, I'll retire. I don't want to, but I'll retire. You know, and yes, if he does, then the Packers still hold his rights. So if he decides he wants to come back, then he would have to figure out another trade, do another situation. Um, but, you know, again, I, I really believe, and I, while I'm sure the phone is ringing, okay, let's step back for a second. I'm sure there's been conversations, and I know Aaron Rodgers says it's interesting and all that kind of stuff and the BS nonsense. Um, but if the phone rings, you pick it up, you answer it, you say, hey, what's going on? And they, you know, they say, hey, if he decides to come back, then we would be interested in this or this. So let us know. And that could, that could be the extent of the conversation. Okay? But nothing happens until Rodgers says, I'm ready, I'm back, I'm good to go. You know what I mean? Because you can't trade him, and then he suddenly say, this is not what I want to do. Uh, you, you can't make a deal. First of all, you can't make a deal until the league year gets going. But it, it would be a moot point at this point, to, if you're Brian Gutekinds, to start laying down the trade market or the value and such when you don't even know he's coming back. You have a gauge. You know. You know what his worth is. You know what people are probably thinking that they can get. Uh, you know, you're not stupid. I mean, they do this every day for a living. This is what this is their job. You know, if we're speculating it's a couple of ones or a one for one year and a, a two for the next year or whatever, then I'm sure he's speculating that same thing. So Rogers may not say that, um, you know, hey, uh, I, I'm, I'm only open to this, this, or this, but – Whatever's gone on behind closed doors, I think whatever the, the discussion was between he and Brian Gutekinst uh, come the end of the season, I think that's where things stay, you know? You know, I, I just... Um, team of Jenkins says, uh, I say strip the team and make him want a trade. If he stays, you play love and you bench him. Yeah, that'll go a long way. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And the reason why is, first of all, that means twice now you will be viewed as a franchise that at the end, at least perception becoming reality, you treated the outgoing veteran poorly. And you don't want that moniker on you either as a team that just doesn't give a damn about its players. Even if you're a Hall of Fame player, a guy wearing a gold jacket, they don't care about you, that would be terrible. That, would be, that wouldn't be good. I mean, not only for current, you know, uh, sources – uh, so to speak, for current players uh, that are possibly thinking about being traded to, coming to, or whatever, um, uh, to your franchise. But it would not be a good look for, you know, just outwardly. You just wouldn't do it. Uh, he says the Ravens do it. Um, what Hall of Famer did they do it to? What Hall of Famer did they do it to? They have tried to negotiate with Lamar Jackson. Now, remember, Lamar Jackson's his own agent. They've tried to negotiate with him without a doubt. He wants all the money guaranteed. They don't want to give him all the money guaranteed. And it turns out that a lot of that guaranteed money that other quarterbacks have gotten this season has not panned out. When you look at uh, some of the highest-paid quarterbacks, this year, first of all, they didn't make the postseason. The guaranteed money that went to Russell Wilson, which Russell Wilson is not Lamar Jackson, I admit, but may be one of the worst deals. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson may be one of the worst deals out there. 
um, with all the guaranteed money that um, they have given to uh, up in Minnesota, say, for example, um, has not panned out, hasn't gotten them anywhere. They've been a good team, but not a great team. So Kirk Cousins hasn't landed that Super Bowl spot. They've only got, I think, a win in the postseason. I think that's it. He's only got one win his entire career in, in Minnesota. Um, and to the other side of the coin, when you look at Mar- Lamar Jackson, he's been banged up. He's been a player that's been hurt the last couple of years and missed quite a few games. So I, I don't, I'm not giving him all that money guaranteed. Now, maybe they can up the ante a little bit. But he wants all that money guaranteed. Now, what they can do is franchise take him. But, you know, there is nothing to say right now that Lamar Jackson, with the numbers he has and the and the, the team he's had and winning an MVP and such, you would assume he would be a Hall of Famer. But I, I think if he retired today and went away, I don't know if he's I don't know if he's in a gold jacket right away. I certainly think he's on his way. And I think he's a tremendous player, but I think with the risk that he runs, he's not an overwhelmingly accurate passer when it comes to uh, when it comes to throwing the football and just standing in there, then again, they haven't necessarily gotten in the best weapons either. Let's be honest. But I, the the Ravens, they, I think they're being more business smart at this point. They're not sitting him. They didn't sit him. He didn't want to play. He said his knee wasn't ready. And the PCL is a a much different than an ACL or an MCL. It's a much different strain and or tear because there's not much you can do for it other than just let it heal. Just from what I understand, now if it completely tears and rips, then you have to go in and do some major, major surgery on the knee. But because it's, you know, ACL and MCL are inside and outside tendons, whereas the uh, PCL actually runs underneath the kneecap, and that's why they don't usually go in and repair those. They just kind of let those heal when they have a strain on them. So I don't know necessarily that that would be um, the smartest thing is to give him the money, and they're not going to sit him, but. They may end up franchise taking them. So anyway, there you go. Uh, ben, how's the first day been? Been a, been a good day today. Oh, it's been a good day. It's been a long one, yeah. from my perspective. Yeah. Been in this. Yeah, chair you for guys a while. did the morning show today. Yeah, you've been there for a long, quite some time. So this is what's going to happen, gang. So uh, I am uh, I am booked. I'm going to go do uh, one of the uh, the sports grid with Scott Farrell for a little bit and uh, talk a little bit more about the Green Bay Packers. Ben's going to take you the rest of the way. We're back at it again tomorrow. Tomorrow we start to kind of ramp things up. Mike Tanier with Pro Football or Football Outsiders is going to be here. Uh, we got Randy Grimes, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive lineman, is going to be here. Sean Merriman is going to be here. Nick Lowry is going to be here tomorrow. We've, and plus other guests as it you know, kind of goes along. But we've got a good day as we start to ramp up. Coming up in the week, Rashad Jennings is going to be here. David Tyree is going to be here. The Hall of Famer Steve Largent is going to be here. Aaron Taylor, uh, Lee Steinberg, Super Agent Lee Steinberg is going to be here. Jim McMahon, Kyle Turley, uh, that's all on Wednesday, and that's not everybody even as of yet. Uh, then we got uh, uh, Miles Ellis is going to be here. We got Mike Golick, Sean King, uh, Malcolm Butler, who came up with that big interception in the uh, Patriots uh, winning. Uh, he's the one that got the, the truck. They, they gave him the truck because he made the interception at the end of the game when everybody thought Marshawn Lynch was going to get the ball. Malcolm Butler ended up intercepting Russell Wilson, and the rest is history. So he's going to be here. Carl Eller, the Hall of Famer, is going to join us. We've got a whole host of great guests lined up for you for the rest of the week. For right now, though, 
we're going to go ahead and get out of here because I'm going to go over and do Pharrell. Uh, Ben's going to take you the rest of the way up until the top of the – yeah, Ben's going to take you the rest of the way up until the top of the hour. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Stenny's out in the second of National Walker's Point. they got the new one coming up in Lake Country. Terrific place to watch the big game, by the way. And if you want to talk about the best wings, go get the best wings. The best wings, hands down. Check out our friends from Stenny's, second of National Walker's Point. And you tell them we said hi. By the way, award-winning Bloody Marys as well. All right, I'm going to go do Pharrell. Ben's going to take you the rest of the way. Uh, Stay tuned. More with Ben Kenny and the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, we are back. Welcome in. It is the Bill Michaels Show. I'm Ben Kenny, taking you up until 2 o'clock. I am uh, not live from the Super Bowl. I'm not live from Radio Row. Bill will be, though, for the rest of the week. So check us out, 10 to 2, every day. A lot of great guests coming up uh, throughout the rest of this week. And then as we go in, Super Bowl 57 Eagles against the Chiefs. I'm taking you until the top of the hour, though. I'm Ben Kenny, 877-867-867. 1670. There's a lot going on, and there were a couple of things I wanted to touch on before we get out of here. But real quick, let's go to the phones. Sorry for waiting, Jason. Uh, what's going on, pal? Yeah, how are we doing today? Good, man. Good. Uh, frankly, uh, somewhat exhausted. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for a, a sleep and then a grind of a week, but I cannot complain. I hear you. So uh, you were talking earlier about... Um, finding somebody to back up love just you know if that's the way it goes if rogers decides to retire or trade it i was wondering about you know jimmy g what that would look like if you know i'm not sure what his contract is with the niners there they seem to have purdy you know is a probably going to be their backup you know with lance you know i wonder about jimmy g if he would be uh something that we could bring bring in yeah he's a free agent and uh, frankly it's interesting it it would be painfully ironic i feel like if you know somehow rogers found his way out to san francisco and then jimmy g is the backup here in green bay but uh he's a free agent i think it would cost money which would be the problem for this team because they're strapped to rogers contract even if they trade him they got to pay him a lot and then you would have love starting i don't know if jimmy g would want to sign with the packers Like he would have, in theory, a path to win the job, but there will be a bunch of other places across the league, like Washington or, you know, other teams that maybe are still looking for a quarterback and have a better situation. Right. And if it's, uh, you know, Jordan Love's not a a definite, like, you know, he's going to have his time. He's going to get his chance, which we all kind of want to see. Yeah. You know, but I'd love to see Rodgers stay. I'm not a Rodgers hater. You know, he's tough to deal with, but you know what? He's a superstar. He's. You know, he packs the seats. You know, he uh, we got lots of primetime games. Everybody wants to see Rodgers. I'm, I'm all right with him staying or going, whatever he decides. But uh, if it does turn to love, you know, I agree. We should have somebody reliable behind him. Right. And, uh, there are some good options out there, actually. I heard Teddy Bridgewater mentioned a little bit earlier. There is the Andy Dalton option. He played not great for the Saints, but he's been there and done that. So he couldn't win games for you, but he could definitely teach love. You have a guy like Taylor Heineke as well from Washington. That's a free agent. And then uh, Sam Darnold in Carolina, some former number one picks that didn't pan out. 
So there are a bunch of options. I don't think that'll, I don't think that'll be the biggest topic as we enter the off season, right? It's it's right. can Jordan Love play, and and, right. and what's going on with this team? But uh, appreciate the phone call, man. Have a good one. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. That's how you chime in if you want to do it. I I mean, there's the part of all of this where Aaron Rodgers is the superstar, and uh, no more evidence to that than the fact that it's February sixth. The Eagles play the Chiefs on Sunday. And we're still hearing chatter from his time at Pebble Beach and where he's going to go and all that. It's Groundhog Day for him, but it's something that that we all, our eyes are fixated on that more than anything. So he is the superstar, and you know that he'll he'll fill the stadium. If he's under center, you get the primetime games, as Jason was mentioning. I wonder, though, on the other side, whether there's some part of this, of the unknown, and Jordan Love coming in where I, we've seen him play a bit, but realistically, there are those that are that are very optimistic about him and those that are very pessimistic and a bunch of people in the middle on the various ends of the spectrum. But I don't think any side of this coin can say to the other that that scenario is not possible, right? If you are a big Jordan Love proponent, I don't think you could say that, uh, oh, he's definitely going to be good. There's no way he comes in and he's bad. And on the other side, if you if you think he stinks and you're big on Rodgers and you need him back, still part of you, you cannot say for certain that Jordan Love will not come in and be good next year, which I think is kind of the beauty of all of this. So when we talk about what would fill the seats and what would create intrigue for the season, there is a lot of unknown about if Rodgers comes back, is he going to return to an MVP level or at least get better, improve upon last year? But I think a lot... A lot of talk and a lot of intrigue will be driven just from the unknown of what love would be, whether he could be the the third in line of a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback, whether he can rise and uh, show, I mean, continue the new age of quarterback, if you will, in the NFL or whether he flames out like there. Any of these any of these possibilities definitely can take place. So it's interesting. His backup quarterback, if love is the starter. I don't plan on spending much thought on it, though there there is a myriad of options. There are always those journeymen that you could go find a Chase Daniel to do it. Uh, or, frankly, if they're in that position and it's a love starting under center, I would not be opposed to drafting a guy like Max Duggan. Talk about the TCU quarterback who lost in the national title. Bring in another guy that maybe is a lower draft pick, more of a project. See if you could develop him. And if love doesn't pan out, at least you have one little lottery ticket in a sixth round or seventh round quarterback to see if that guy could be the guy. Because if we're being honest, I don't think this team is winning a lot next year with love. Maybe they make the playoffs, but I'm talking about ceiling top of the conference type stuff. Yet if love goes down and you have to have a backup play, you're kind of in a tough position anyway. So it's not like a, like a Brady to Matt Castle where Matt Castle can come in and go 10 and six, you're kind of in a position where you would want to see another young guy come in and and see if he can prove himself and provide value to the team. So it'll be interesting to watch. 877-867-1670. You want to chime in, do it. I'm Ben Kenny, taking you up to two o'clock here. And then again, Bill will be back Tuesday through Friday, live from Radio Row in Arizona. Uh, I am not live from Radio Row. I'm from our studios in Madison, so if you want to chime in, I'm also on Twitter uh, at Ben Z Kenny. If you want to be heard, 
there were a lot of headlines coming out today, and, and we've talked about some of them on the program. A lot of chatter, though, about Aaron Rodgers, obviously. And uh, you heard earlier in the show some of the interactions he had with fans at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. And I'm not going to get into the, the results of it and the golf itself because, one, I don't think anybody wants to hear me talk about it. But most importantly, uh, there's some uh, there's some outrage, let's say, at the uh, at the handicap that Rodgers came into the tournament at. But that's not important. Not important. Trying to put it behind. Um, Rodgers did speak, though, with Amanda Renner. And when we talk about, you know, what drives headlines, right? Like you have Devontae out there at the Pro Bowl saying he's recruiting Aaron, saying outwardly that he is trolling the public. He, he does the belt when he scores. He's tweeting at Aaron. He's saying he's going to buy him a house and all this stuff. And Devontae said, yeah, you know, it's a dream scenario. Of course I want him as my quarterback. Now that's coming from a guy that went to Las Vegas thinking he would play his next five to six to seven years with Derek Carr. And after one year, that seems to be over. He's kind of grasping. He's kind of uh, just looking at any option that uh, a commodity at the position that can continue feeding him the football. So you get it from his perspective. Now, here's Aaron Rodgers in an interview. This is mid-Saturday, not at the end of the tournament, but speaking with one of the CBS hosts, Amanda Renner, uh, about his experience at Pebble Beach and then about the reaction from the fans. Take a listen. Such a great event. Fans are amazing. A lot of people yelling different teams they want me to come to next year, um, which has been fun because uh, we got a little uh, inside bet going about which team's going to have the most fans, but uh, it's been fun. I was going to say that for my last question, but you're leading me right into it. Is there maybe like a favorite color, favorite city? that you might have on your mind for next season? I'm just going to say that the uh, predominant uh, team that we hear as we're walking is Raiders. A lot of a lot of Raider fans <laughs> are encouraging me. A lot of Devontae misses you comments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we're having some fun with it. It's a great, uh, you know, great event for the fans to come out here. And All right. So the question is asked, and I, I think it's obvious the question was going to be asked. Now, I mean, would all of this be a headline story every week if Rodgers did not go on the Pat McAfee show and all the other people just asked him about his golf game. No, no, I don't think it would be, obviously. But you know when they're in that position, when when CBS, whenever they interview him, and we saw it at Lake Tahoe years ago at the end of the summer before he returned to Green Bay, they're going to ask. You post the video, everybody sees golf on CBS, people are more interested in your telecast. That's That's how you create interest around an event like this one. Now the answer, uh, the question was, you know, is there a favorite color? Is there a place you're thinking about? And I don't know. I, it feels like both he and Devonte are trolling together. When I sit back and I think, okay, where can Aaron Rodgers go if he wants to be traded? And if the Packers want to trade him, where could he go to actually win next season? The Raiders are not top five, top six that come to mind for me. That's a team that had the second-worst defense in football last year. Devontae's there. I don't know what else is. We don't know about the head coach. The division is impossible with the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Broncos. So I, I just don't get how that's a fit, unless he just wants to play with Devontae and he thinks that's the best way to pad his stats and have a great year to end his career. I just don't see why that's the best destination. Now, how much power would Rodgers have? I don't know. It's about would the Raiders actually trade all this stuff for him? But 
He could have answered that question easily and just said, oh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really thought about it. I'm here to play golf. I'm having a lot of fun. But he took it. He spun it a little bit. He said, you know, the fans, the fans are talking about the Raiders and Devontae misses you. And he's smiling the whole time. So a lot of uh, uh, people on the Las Vegas side of the coin are running with this today. There's a lot of hype around there about them trading for Rodgers. And I, there were a couple tweets, I think, from a maybe a former Packer. I would have to find it again. Predicting that Rodgers would be on the Raiders uh, with no inside info, just a, a gut feel that we all go by. I don't know. I, I'm not buying the whole Raiders hype. Bet Online even has them at minus 150 as the favorites where we sit today to play under center for the Raiders next season. I would list the Jets. I would list the Titans, the Dolphins, maybe even the Niners ahead of uh, ahead of where the Raiders are, just in terms of what makes sense for him and what makes sense for both teams. So that's what all the headlines were, and part of it was just, frankly, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers speaking in a pretty dull sports weekend with Pebble and with the Pro Bowl. So that's grabbing all the headlines, um, aside from Kyrie. And if you want some craziness on Kyrie go watch first take this morning they went nuts at each other about Kyrie 877-867-1670 real quick let's go to the phones uh line four you're on the Bill Michael show who do we got hey Ben this is Derek normally in Albany I'm uh, in uh, at my home in Schenectady right now what's going on buddy I have like a minute here uh, okay. what's on your mind one, one minute quick uh there's different factions of people who are tired of this Aaron Rodgers thing one is those of us who follow the sport uh, adroitly, and then there's the people who are just casual fans, and both are becoming tired of it. What I would ask you quickly, do you know if the Raiders uh, can give us anything? Can, they gave up so much for uh, Devontae Adams. Do they have enough draft picks to make this interesting? I think the Jets are the team that can give us the most. Yep. Uh, Darren Waller, their tight end, has been yep. unhappy in Vegas. I think that would be part of it. The Packers tried to get him for Devontae. And you could find future picks. I don't, yeah. I don't have their draft pick sitting in front of me. Yeah, and if we get future picks, if it doesn't work out with uh, Jordan Love in a couple years, we can package a couple of number ones and a couple and a two or whatever to move up and get somebody that uh, can be groomed. That's my thought. Now, when, when Bill's on here and I say Caleb Williams, it, it sets him off. Not a big Caleb Williams fan. Uh, Bill isn't. But for me, that's the backup plan. You go into next year. You figure out what Love is. You figure out what Matt LaFleur is as well, frankly and see how the team responds. And if all fails, you have ammunition to go up and get Caleb Williams. I'm so betting your, ben, I'm betting your Eagles, and I'm teasing the point spread to 46-and-a-half for the over. All right. All right, I'll be with you, man. Uh, you, you know I will. Probably uh, somewhat intoxicated, but with you. <laughs> Appreciate right. it, man. Have a good one. 877-867-1670. I'm Ben Kenny, in for Bill Michaels. Um, we will step away, close things out. Coming up next, it's the Bill Michaels Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Chiefs and the Eagles have arrived here in Phoenix. They'll be on the NFL Network tonight. For the media's questions on opening night, aboard the Chiefs' plane, Patrick Mahomes was in charge of a cash raffle for his teammates. We do a one winner? We do a one winner. Hello, 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 Pat. This will be Mahomes' third trip to the Super Bowl and talked about what his message is to the younger players here at their first. In the Super Bowl week special, it's a special week. Um, but it's not about being there for the week of the Super Bowl. It's about winning the game, and I want guys 
guys to keep that at the front of mind. And so uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the whole entire week, but make sure you're prepared to go out there and play your best football as well. Before he was the Eagles head coach, Nick Sirianni was a receivers coach for the Chiefs, but got fired in 2013 when Andy Reid took over. You know, just kind of receiving my fate there. Of You know, he had a guy... Um, he was, I, you know, I really re- admired that he, he pulled me into the office and, and asked to meet with me and, and, and uh, you know, his ability to get to me as soon as he possibly could so I could move on and, and find another job. And Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, along with golfer Ben Silverman, won the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Yeah, it's really significant. It's always been on my bucket list. I played in Tahoe for 18 years and never really sniffed uh, higher than like eight. But I feel good about the partnership this week. Ben's such a great guy. I knew we were going to have fun uh, playing with Darius Rucker. I've known Darius for over a decade. He's a fantastic guy. You know, it's going to be a great week. Then we put together a couple good rounds, the first two. And today, especially the last 10 holes, I was in my pocket and my my partner picked me up. We'll have reports all week from Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. The way to 2 o'clock. Not live from the Super Bowl. Here in uh, beautiful and freezing Madison, Wisconsin, 877-867-1670. So all this, uh, all this Rogers winning the Pebble Beach thing, there's, there's a lot of chatter about it, and I will enact the power of the radio waves here. Uh, for all of those that are fine affiliate WDUZ out in Green Bay, I need confirmation that Aaron Rodgers is a three handicap. I've seen it thrown out there uh, for those that, that find it on the on the Green Bay Country Club, whatever, database. If anybody is a member there or has some connection there and can confirm his true handicap or at least what he's playing to these days, I would love to know uh, as we compile more information and uh, look at, you know, his win with Ben Silverman. 877-867-1670. Uh, and I mean, the talk will probably subside. I'm just curious as a as a golf nut. So uh, we've added this to the show. We have a couple minutes here before we get out of here. What did we miss today? There was uh, a lot of Rogers chatter, some great talk from Super Bowl, Mike and Bill out there, and you'll hear more again from them throughout the week. Tom Brady uh, did come out today and say on the Colin Coward on the herd, Fox Sports One that he will be starting his broadcasting career after recently retiring. He's starting in 2024, though. So you will hear Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson call the Super Bowl on Fox coming up on Sunday. And I guess all of next year as well, until Brady will maybe join Burkhart in the number one booth, which rubs me the wrong way uh, as someone who thinks Greg Olson is great at his job and is one of the, like, the few analysts out there calling NFL games that actually teaches you while you're watching and is interesting and doesn't just go crazy and react in weird ways like one Tony Romo. So him getting pushed down, there's that. uh, There was also this whole talk about how uh, something in Greg Olson's contract means that he will make significantly less money on a B team or a C team on Fox as opposed to their number one crew. So that'll be interesting to watch. I I, I don't know. I don't like Tom Brady. It's not that I dislike him. I'm just, I, I, I accept his greatness. I can't say I'm the biggest fan of he, the, the person, Tom Brady, uh, the old, you know, phone smashing debacle and cheating scandals or whatever. But I just, it's inevitable. It feels like him on 
the number one team. I'm not here for it. So there was that. Uh, Sean Payton was introduced in Denver today through some shots at Nathaniel Hackett, which we might talk about tomorrow. And then that's it. Um, I, I'm going to no comment the Wisconsin basketball part. Hopefully they get on a roll and make us forget about getting swept by Northwestern. That is going to do it. I'm Ben Kenny. It is the Bill Michaels Show. Bill will be back in action tomorrow at 10 o'clock here in, in Wisconsin, 9 local time, live from Radio Row in Arizona. Until then, at Ben Z. Kenny on Twitter is where you could find me and interact uh, and chime in on the show that way. We will talk to you tomorrow mid-morning. Until then, have a good one. See you. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.